0: You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast, episode number 186. Gold Diggers today, I am introducing you to the ultimate superwoman, my mom. My mom truly does it all. She's a mother of 3, I have one brother and one sister. She's been married for 37 years, is a grandma of 2 with 2 more on the way, and she's been a nurse for over 37 years and specifically a nursing instructor for 29. Not to mention she coordinates my mastermind is a make-a-wish granter, and is generally the most positive and calming person you could ever be around. Today, I am so excited I convinced my mom to come on in to discuss all the things like only a mother could do, hearing from what it was like being a working mom to how she found her path, what advice she has for me as I become a mother, and what she really thinks about my career and showing up online in my underwear. <laughs> Safe to say, I will treasure this episode forever. And so without further ado, meet my mom, Sue Shellerud. Before we dive on in, I want to read the review of the week from DL Mosier 4. It says, I love listening to this podcast. Amazing. And it says, my daughter introduced me to Jenna's podcast, and I am so grateful. I listen while I'm working in my office. This is a great listen for all ages and generations. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you, D.L. Mosher. It means so much to me. And I'm just so excited about this show because I think my mom is just my hero. And now you guys get to meet her and hear from her. And I just love the conversation we have. And so let's dive on in and you get to meet my mama. You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Gold diggers. I am so excited to say that HelloFresh is sponsoring this episode. If you've been around for a while, you know that Drew and I have used HelloFresh for years. And today I get to share a special deal with you. Go to hellofresh.com slash gold digger 60 and use the code gold digger 60 to get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first free boxes. Thanks to Carbon 38 for supporting Gold Digger and my workouts. Carbon 38 is a luxury activewear and ready-to-wear brand designed by and for the modern woman. From leggings, sports bras, and swimsuits to sweaters, shoes and dresses, Carbon 38 offers a wide variety of pieces. Receive 20% off your order by going to carbon38.com and use my code golddigger. You guys, I did it. I got my mom on the show. Hi, mom. Hello, Jenna. (laughs) We're just sitting together really close to each other and we're super excited. I'm so pumped because people ask me who my hero is and I finally got my hero on the show. Make me cry. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to be emotional and weird messes. I at least can, well, I guess you can blame hormones too. Can't you? Sure. Plus <laughs> well, menopausal kicks in. Uh, okay. So first things first, mom, maybe just share a little bit about you, what you do, what you're passionate about, what you're excited about. Okay. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to be here. I feel like I'm not Jenna's typical guest at all. I'm honored. I feel kind of humble. And I told her if it's not good, she definitely doesn't have to publish this, but <laughs> I, oh gosh, I'm the mom of three kids. Jenna's my middle child. Gosh, I I think I identify most if people ask what I do. I'm probably most proud of being a mom. I'm a grandma. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm a teacher. I, yeah, I'm a nurse. I, I've been married 37 years. I, I don't know what you wanted to say. That's good. (laughs) Okay. No, that's good. That sums you up. My mom is like Mother Teresa.
0: But like a funny version. (laughs) I don't know if Mother Teresa is as funny as you. But let me describe my mom. Maybe that will be a better way to start this show. So my mom is awesome and my mom's going to (laughs) cry. She also unbuttoned her pants for this episode so that we could be really comfortable while we did this. So it's clear that I got some of my best traits from her. I think one of the big differences between me and my mom is that she always wanted to be a mom. She knew that that was like one of her biggest callings, but she also works really hard and she has her mastermind master's degree, and she's a teacher. And everyone I meet that has had my mom for a teacher in nursing says that she's awesome. So I'm really proud of her too. So it's funny because we asked the audience what they wanted to know from you. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. Okay. But you can't cry. Okay. I won't cry. I'm getting it together. (laughs) Okay. So tell me about your nursing
1: career to start off. How did it start and how has it evolved? Sure. So I am... A little older generation and truly (laughs) in my generation, you know, nowadays there's so many options for females and they're so empowered, which I believe is amazing. But back in my day, truly it was like secretary, nurse, teacher, or get married. Those were kind of my options that I truly saw in my life and my culture in my small town. So I was honestly more an outlier that I did go to school and I went to nursing school right out of high school, three-year program, got an RN diploma started working and just, you know, I worked on a surgical unit within like a year. Or so I moved up to assistant head nurse. So I was in my early 20s. And I was like training in people and doing education in my early 20s in that area. And then I was there for a while and wanted more challenges. So then I went to another hospital, worked intensive care and was very challenged in that role. I remember my first week we had like five people pass away and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> it was just like challenging and crazy, but I got stronger faith-wise in a lot of different ways. And anyway, was there and that's actually, I was there when I got pregnant with Joe Dude, people don't know I have a brother. Oh, my gosh. Joe's like the (laughs) hidden child. So, Joe is, yeah, Joe's the oldest, my firstborn. And, yeah. Guys, I have a brother. He's
0: just not on social media, and he doesn't care about social media. So, I respect (laughs) that, and I
1: never post that. But but people don't know I have a brother. He's two years older than me. Yeah, and he's the (laughs) father of my grandkids. So, you know, he has two sons, Owen and Evan, that are four and two, and then they're having another baby in October. Yes. So, Jenna's baby will have a little cousin within, like, seven weeks of them. Yeah. Anyway, so I had Joe when I was working ICU and then took my maternity leave. And then I was working in the emergency room. And that's where I was working when I was pregnant with Jenna. During this time, too, I feel fortunate that I was working part time. I guess when Jenna said I always wanted to be a mom, I 100% wanted to be a mom my whole life. I was super maternal. We had foster kids growing up. I remember my mom once asking me, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I'm like, I want to be a mom and have 12 children. And she looked at me and she's like, Sue, get an education. She was like super adamant, like get an education. But I always just really wanted to be a mom. And even when we were early married, like all my high school friends were having babies and... Tom with Jenna's dad was not ready and he would bring me to my cousins who had three little kids and that was kind (laughs) of like my birth control because I was like oh I don't think I'm ready yet but we were married like five years before we had Joe and then I guess during my nursing career I was lucky enough to work like three days a week which I kind of idolized like I wanted to be a full-time mom but looking back I am thankful that I worked outside the home because I think working gave me a perspective and energized me and made me more thankful when I did go home and more patient I think so it kind of recharged that brain part of me and the serving part and made me a better mom I think even though I idolized being a stay-at-home mom I don't think that would have been right for me and anyway I had Jen when I was in the ER and then after I had Jen and then I went and worked at old B so I had a lot of like I'm using your lingo here but I had a lot of pivots in my nursing career. when I was actually in the ER, I was triage nurse. I triaged a man and his wife gave me a business card and said, if you're interested in teaching, you know, apply here. And I wasn't even on my radar at the time, but it planted a seed. And then, you know, a year plus later, a job came up. And then I've been at the college since you were one. Mm-hmm. So I've been teaching 30 years. I know, almost 30 years I've been up there. So, yeah. And that ended up being a great gig for me because... I was a nurse. I was a teacher. I was a part time person. I had summers off. So I felt like I had I also my students as blessed to be a teacher and a nurse because I got the best of both and I was part time. So I felt like I had a lot of time to devote to my fam. Yeah.
0: I mean, we were just talking to someone and I was like, my mom was home every summer. Like, I can't imagine not having my mom home in the Mm -hmm. summer. And same with Drew's mom. She was a teacher as well. So we were like so spoiled because we got to have so much fun in the summers and just like be around our mom. So it's kind of like perfect to have a
1: teaching mom. Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yeah, I do. I said I feel blessed. so I'm thankful.
0: We're kind of pulling like a Mama Mia because I am pregnant at the exact age that my mother was when Mm -hmm. she had me. Mm -hmm. So one person asked, like, from a mother's standpoint, what was it like when, like, we
1: were going through our miscarriages and struggles? Mm -hmm. It was hard. I think I wanted to be supportive for you. But then, you know, I was, you know, grieving the grandbaby too, you know, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was no, it was challenging, but and then I, you know, I had never had a miscarriage. Like I was like, I loved being pregnant. Seriously, I I was thought this was random and weird, but I also thought if you can have a baby, like I could be a surrogate, <laughs> but I'm way too old. But like I seriously like loved being pregnant. I was not sick. I worked till the end of my pregnancies. Like I was like I thrived on being pregnant. So there was that. Like I. I I, my heart ached for you, but yet I had had healthy pregnancy. So you almost feel like this, like disconnect kind of too, like I just, and then I was grieving for you and grieving for the baby, but I felt like you don't want to talk about your own loss as a grandparent. Cause yeah. you know, it just is like weird, but I yeah. Know. And we told our
0: parents like right away every time. So it wasn't like a shock of like, Hey, we were pregnant and we're not. And my mom was there for both of my surgeries. So it was like, yeah. It was just kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. I think too, like, I don't, not very many, if anybody in our family had had one or was open about having one. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like uncharted territory for everyone right. and kind of like, how do we navigate this? And like, what does it look like? But also I'm jealous
1: that you had such good
0: pregnancies.
1: Yeah, I was thankful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I guess I, as I go through life, I just I have gratitude for a lot of things that you kind of take for granted. But I do think your whole miscarriage thing, too, even with like my generation, I found out a lot of my friends that had miscarriages that had never even talked about it till you went kind of public or viral Mm -hmm. with your stuff. So I do feel like it is almost like our generation is almost like a buried grief, but it's very present. But people didn't talk about it where I think you open that conversation. And Mm -hmm. again, I definitely felt the loss and I still do. Mm hmm. kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. But how are you feeling now that we're (laughs) pregnant? I'm so thankful. I'm so excited and I can, you know, envision it. And I do, you know, life is crazy and a journey, but... I don't know, you know, can't explain anything that's happened, but sometime the journeys we go on make us more thankful for what is gonna happen.
0: Yeah, we're excited. I hope the baby starts kicking during this episode so you can feel it. I'll be palpating your abdomen as well together. It's gonna happen. (laughs) I know it it was Mm -hmm. crazy. I think too, like for our family, like my brother and his wife were able to get pregnant and stay pregnant. And so then it was like watching their milestones, knowing like that could have been us, that could have been us. But also then you look back and you're like I wouldn't really change anything even though it sucked Mm -hmm. because it's like brought us to such a different place in our lives and our business and it brought us
1: home how is it with (laughs) us moving home and is that weird it's amazing it's still kind of surreal like I feel like how could this happen that all her kids have you know gone away to college and life and marriage and now they're all navigating back to the home front so I can't even say how awesome it is and yeah, it's just like it's crazy. Amazing. It is. I never thought we'd move back. No, I didn't either. So kind of caught me off guard, but I'm like, pinch me kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. I think we shared the story, but it was so funny. Drew was out on a run and I was randomly looking on Zillow, and I never, I genuinely never do that. And that was when I found our house. And then I just spontaneously texted our family, which, you know, hindsight, I should probably talk to my husband first, but we have a really good family text message thread. And so I texted the family joking that maybe we should buy that house. And then it happened. Mm-hmm, it did happen. So. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of a vision, I think. Yeah. And in our story where we announced our pregnancy, Drew said, we just had to bring
1: you home to your mom. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like the older you get, or I just know, like, And I I can't speak for you, but I just know like once I became a mom, I really got my mom different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are your tips of advice for being a mom? Oh, I would just say, gosh, like everybody tells you this and it's so cliche, but everybody just says, oh my gosh, like treasury moment, it goes so fast. And when you're in the thick of the daily, you don't see that. But when you step back or now at my age it's like holy cow it's almost like a blur Mm because there is it happens so fast and they grow in front of your eyes so I would just say totally engage and embrace it because they grow so fast -hmm. you know it is weird yeah it's kind of crazy
0: to think that I'm how old you were kind of makes me realize that you probably had no idea what you were doing you probably had more
1: of an instinct than I do I felt I mean and maybe this sounds like but (laughs) no I just felt like you know how people feel like they know in their gut what they are yeah I felt Like not that mothering didn't have challenges and I'm totally an optimistic person and I have a tendency to reflect back on the positive and forget the (laughs) negative. Like I'll say that about myself. That's you know whatever. That's a good quality. It is a good some people call me Sunshine Susie, but whatever. But I feel like my gut kind of knew how to be a mom. Like, not that I didn't struggle and not that we didn't have challenges and not that I didn't agonize over decisions, but I do feel like it was my calling and I kind of got it and didn't second guess myself a lot.
0: I think I'm like hopeful that my intuition that has gotten me to this point is going to like work with me being a parent. Mm -hmm. Like even like, being like a birth plan and all this stuff. Like I'm just trusting that I will know what I need to do in the situation because I don't know the situation. So I feel like I've gotten very good at listening to my gut. And so I hope my gut
1: for being a mom is strong. Right. And I would (laughs) say that too, like I worked OB and I feel like the people that came in with the lab at birth plans were usually the ones I hate to say that ended up with C-sections and disappointed and had all these expectations. So I totally believe that you got to go with it and, do the best you can. And people, I feel like everybody's doing the best they can with what they got, but not to have all these expectations because you don't know what it's going to lead you, mm-hmm. you know? Are you going to be in the room when we have the baby? You haven't asked me. I don't know. I, I'm open to it. <laughs> I mean, I might kick you out at some point, but Honestly, I feel like I want to like, I feel like I want to be the mom that I'm there for you if you want me. But like, I know when we had Joe, I didn't want anybody else there because I didn't know what to expect, even yeah. though I had worked that, you know what I mean? Yeah. In school. But then, I just wanted it to be me and Tom, and I just want to be respectful of whatever you want. And I wouldn't yeah. feel bad. But I'm I'd a little be worried if Drew's going to be well, standing when take this care happens. Of Drew. I could definitely do that. <laughs> but no, I'd be honored if you want me to. But I'm not gonna. Or you could say, "Mom, come," and then you can be like, "Mom, I don't want you here," and I'd be fine. I don't care. <laughs> but I'd be honored. But I'm not expecting it. But like with your birth, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk yeah. about that, but then. You know, both my mom and my mother in law, which be Jenna's grandparents, I just thought, you know, working OB, childbirth has changed so much since they had babies where they were kind of knocked out and father's out of the room and they couldn't even unwrap the baby or, you know, and I just thought, oh my gosh, like I know now kind of what to expect. So I had them both there when Jenna was born. And so cool. It was so cool because they were like, gigg- like they were just like enthralled and giggling and soaking it all in. And I thought, oh my gosh, like Jenna was welcomed with me and Tom and her two grandmas in the room. And it was it's mm-hmm. almost like this tribe of womanhood that was super powerful. And I know it was a highlight in both their lives. I know. It's kind of cool, like, to me, when I think about it, that you had
0: your mother-in-law in the room. Because especially my dad's mom had five boys. Mm-hmm. So she really never had a daughter or, mm-hmm. like, that relationship. Right. So it is really cool to, like, think. Like, they will always say, like, I knew you the day you were born. And I'm like, Second. it is
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I do. I felt. Yeah, it was a very... What was it like when you held me for the first time? I have that one picture. I think you remember it's uh, anyway, it's like my heart's on my heart. I mean, my hands are my heart like and again, background wise, my husband's from a family of five boys. And like in 67 years, there was like one girl born, Stacey, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And then there was no girl. So I just felt like there was only male sperm. Like I just didn't (laughs) think we'd ever have a girl. And again, I never had an ultrasound being pregnant because they didn't do it back in the day. So I just, in my head, I was like, I'm having another boy, which is, you know, and yeah. I'm the total, like if the baby's healthy, I'm totally good with it. And then you came out and you were a girl. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> oh my God. And I have this picture of me, like it's pure joy and bliss. Cause I just didn't think I'd ever get a girl. You That's know? That's so wild. So yeah. So it was amazing and pure bliss and kind of disbelief. Like seriously, like <laughs> this is like my best dream come true. Oh, you know? Did you have yeah. to
0: like, I'm kind of worried because we're not finding out. I'm not worried, but like. In my head, it's a girl, Mm -hmm. but I have to mentally prepare for a boy. So Mm -hmm. if you thought I was a
1: boy, was it kind of weird then when you had to like repicture life with a girl? Not at all, because that's I mean, you I just always hoped it, but I never thought it. So it kind of exceeds expectations in a weird way. And again, because I'm a nurse and I've seen so much like I just think if you have healthy babies, the sex does not matter truly. But yet to have a boy and a girl was just like the ultimate, you know, it's crazy. Oh, so, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So let's talk about what I was like as a child. That was the number one question people wanted to know okay. is what was I like? Was I always a leader? Was I a dreamer? Did you know I'd like
1: do things someday? Yeah, I felt it's funny now because even over like Christmas time, Kate and I were watching a lot of home videos and that Joe had done, which was like the best <laughs> gift ever. But it was fun now to look back and reflect at your childhood personalities, but you were, well, as a baby, like I felt like Joe was more cuddly than you and you were more content than a thumbsucker. You know what I mean? You were more independent from the start, kind of, which again, if you stereotype what you think, yeah. that was different. But as a child, I've told the story, and I think you have too, but I mean, we would go to the hockey rink, you were like three, and you'd be like, hello, I'm Jenna, J-E-N-N-A, will you be my friend? And then you're like skating around with people, and you'd be like, mom, I made a new friend. And so I would say definitely yes, or even on the video camera, you were like hello like you're you know you were exuberant and very yeah. positive and growing up that was challenging because as your teen years you like had friends like all you over know this is my friend from carlton okay like you had friends yeah. from all over and i'd be like who's that like mom like you know you met him last week and i was like you just were very, <laughs> i was a butterfly you were social and outgoing and exuberant and a leader and you could always wing it too, yeah. I guess like I even remember my mom and dad there was something I couldn't go to some scholarship thing and you had to like do a acceptance speech and my mom was like oh my god she had no notes and she did this amazing speech so yeah. my point is like off the cuff you had the gift of confidence that you could just speak figure in front out. of people and figure it out so I still have that because I do. don't really prepare for many things I uh, know we're not I'm not prepared right now, <laughs> so help me lord okay uh,
0: I don't know so the next question was like And you have to be honest, like no sugarcoating. What did you really think when I was like, okay, mom and dad, I'm leaving my job. I have this salary and benefits. I worked really hard to get this job. And now I'm going to be a photographer and I've never taken an art class in my life.
1: Right. My first thought was like, wow. I mean, I felt right away. I think the first thing I asked you about was like, whoa, like benefits are worth a lot. Mm -hmm. And what about like your 401k? and the security, I think of a job, because again, like I've been in my job for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, I'm the generation that if you have a job with Benny's and stuff, you kind of embrace it. And that that's our culture. So to me, I asked you those questions. But you had a good plan. I mean, you had enough weddings booked to match your salary, you've always been a smart person. I also believe the older I get, like, if you don't go for it, you can look back and regret it and worst case scenario. But I did mm-hmm. kind of think like, what the heck? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? But I didn't. Once you explained your plan, I just questioned you. And I I don't think it was a defensive conversation no. or anything. I was just like, whoa, like, what about this? What about that? Have you thought about this? And everything I asked you. You had already figured out. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, you've just taken it from there. So I just thought, whoa. But yeah. Then- I think it was a shock for like everyone. Like right.
0: just because it was like, wait a second, like mm-hmm. you did this internship, you got this offer, right. you're in this job, they're priming you to move up. Right. But I remember, I think it was, I think I was still working at Target. We had like the family weekend and like, I was just so stressed out Mm -hmm. and like, I was just so anxious. And even for our wedding weekend, like I had to come up, I think it was like, the friday before our wedding or like two days before because we were working every last minute mm-hmm. to be able to like get up here you know so it is kind of crazy to like think back to like how different that was or like i came home for christmas and it was like this snowstorm and i had to get back to work a shift and they were going to close down the bridge from minnesota to wisconsin and i had to go and like
1: right. things like that where i was like is this worth it like this mm-hmm. is crazy right i think too you know, the older I get, I keep saying that, but it's true. Like wisdom comes with age, I think. But you realize that what sounds so ideal, mm-hmm. and I've seen that in a ton of people's lives. That you know, they had this picture perfect life, so you thought, but when you really looked behind the scenes, like you were working long hours, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't what it wasn't the dream. What even pic- from the outside, pictured. it looked perfect. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it was. It was a good move for you, but I did definitely question you.
0: Yeah, for sure. This is off the cuff, but tell everyone what you think of Drew. Like when you met him, how he is now, like what was his impression on you?
1: impression i'm trying to even remember the first time it seems like he's been around forever i know he came up here and we went to red lobster with grandma
0: and grandpa's yeah it was his first trip up here okay yeah like (laughs)
1: sorry it's all blending in together because i feel like he's been part of the family forever i just felt like right away he is super social he Well, like, I love my mom and dad. My dad's going to be 90 this year. My mom's 83 this Friday. But anyway, he right away was super respectful and just kind of embraced my parents, which made me like, oh, my gosh, like what an awesome guy and super conversational and treated you beautifully. Mm -hmm. So and yeah I've always just been comfortable with him and just felt like he just fits in and part of the fam yeah you know? he's funny and I didn't really have a lot
0: of boyfriends like I never had a serious boyfriend I dated a lot right but I never was like this is someone right. and for so long I talked about Drew as my friend Drew yeah and I was like oh yeah like we have each other's apartment keys in case we need them and like you're like that's not like just a friend yeah I
1: think I remember Ugh. I think we we're on that family trip and that's when I think you were getting serious yeah if I remember yeah right. we we were in Cancun yeah. and my brother
0: and I were fighting over internet time because yeah. we had just started dating the people that we ended up marrying, yeah. which is funny. So, yeah. That is funny. Crazy. Okay. So someone wants to know, and I'm curious to like, have I ever done anything to make you uncomfortable having such a public life showing up in my underwear online? Yeah. Like, Have
1: ever said things like, be honest, because I think it's funny. Um, I mean, I'll say definitely the first time I saw you (laughs) in a brown underwear, I was kind of like taken aback. Like, seriously, Jen? Especially because we're like a wholesome, like Christian Midwest family. Yeah, And I am definitely way more a private person. I mean, I think a lot of people, too, think like my life is really pristine or perfect, but I'm more private about life, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So... The first time I saw you branding underwear, I was kind of like, what the heck? You know, like, Jenna, what are you doing? And I think it was too, you weren't even sponsored by anybody. Mm-hmm. You were just doing it. Mm-hmm. And, but then, so my first thought was like, what the heck? What are you doing? Like, really, Jenna? And kind of like, wow, <laughs> like, I don't even know how to say, it. like, I would never do that. <laughs> and then I started scrolling and reading comments, and I realized it's so much bigger than a picture and you know like people like oh my god this is just what i needed or i'm going to share this with my daughter who's struggling or you know, I, when I realized the impact and the message and how big it is, I got past it. I'll mm-hmm. say, your dad is still yeah. struggling. Like, <laughs> he even felt like before you ever did any bra underwear pictures, just the way you blog and post, like, he just feels like you're way too out there. He's mm-hmm. not a social... But he doesn't understand no, it either. I try to explain it. He's not a social media person besides going on Craigslist. <laughs> but he, he doesn't really he's not a social media person, but I think he's like, you're his little girl and he's protective. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think he actually was on Pinterest. So yeah. I came across a bra under when he's like, oh my God, like, <laughs> what is this? And I'm like, Tom, you know, like I was just trying to like, but and then recently, just with the Aerie thing, I think I shared with him that you were on like, you know, Times Square on that, yeah. like, you know, thing. And he's like, just her. And I said, no, it was like, you know, a collage of all these people. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, she's in her bra." He's like, oh, you <laughs> know, so he definitely still oh. struggles with it. And but it's funny, too, because it's like.
0: I don't think I've ever posted anything that's not tasteful. Right. And I feel like I've always, the messaging behind it is more than the image. And it's really cool too because when like brands contact me, like my audience is 97% female. So it's like, I think it would be totally different if it was like for male like enjoyment or Mm -hmm. things like that where it's like I know my audience so well that it's like I can speak to the women which is who I want to reach anyways, but I get it. yeah. And I mean, I think even like Drew and I have had so many conversations about just like, what does this look like? But the thing about Aerie is it's like everything is just so beautiful and mm-hmm. done so well. right? And it's like, I'm more covered up probably in those images than if I were in a bikini right you know so it's right. like I think it's just more the fact of what I'm wearing versus mm-hmm. like how it
1: appears exactly. you know exactly and that you're his little girl even yeah though you're a grown-up girl you're still <laughs>
0: kind of glad he doesn't have instagram yeah to be honest. yeah so I, I don't really uh, show him
1: those things yeah. like too much, just because I feel like it's hard for him but
0: yeah but I get it Can your workout clothes double as your outfit for a night out or even for work? Gold diggers. You got to try my new favorite brand carbon 38. This is a luxury activewear and ready to wear brand designed by and for busy girl bosses, just like you. So when you're out running around with work or the kids or the gym, you look polished, but you're still comfy. My favorite is the Takara legging, which sold out three times. Yep. They're that good. It's fabric looks like leather, but it's comfortable and breathable and, it still feels like yoga pants. I love how these pants transition with me from work moments to running errands and beyond. And now you can experience the magic of carbon 38. Right now, my listeners can receive 20% off your order by going to carbon38.com using my code gold digger. That's carbon38.com promo code gold digger for 20% off your purchase. I'm excited to say that HelloFresh is sponsoring this episode. If you've been around, you know that we love HelloFresh. And today I get to share a special deal with you. Head to hellofresh.com slash golddigger60 and use the code golddigger60 to get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. It is so convenient and simple because everything comes pre-measured in labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with what recipe. And basically, living with my fitness-loving hubby, we're pretty picky about what we put into our bodies. We love that every box is made up of fresh ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. In my personal experience, we've never looked back. We kind of wonder, like, what did we eat before we had HelloFresh? My personal favorite meal is ribeye steaks over truffled mashed potatoes. I'm drooling just thinking about it. I love having this subscription because it's delivered to my doorstep. I don't have to waste time meal planning or grocery shopping. It's basically like outsourcing my least favorite chores. And it's exciting. We love not having to spend money on takeout or worry about gathering ingredients because we know we're getting unique and nutritious meals. I could talk about it forever, but I'll just sum it up and say you got to try it. Head to hellofresh.com/golddigger60 and use the code golddigger60 to get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first 3 boxes. Dig on in gold diggers. Yeah. Okay, what makes you most proud about my journey? Oh, I think
1: that I know I read this poster once. I was like, there is a ripple effect in all that we do. Like what you do touches me, what I do touches you. But my point, like, I think your ripples are crazy amazing. Like, I think all the people you're affecting, because I think it's one thing, like if you're talking in a microphone or posting a picture, Mm -hmm. but the thousands of people that are like empowered to feel good about themselves or to have confidence to do something, like I just feel like you know i'm in a classroom with nursing students mm-hmm. and i have their physical presence but you have this presence that's so far outreaching mm-hmm. that you're like changing lives in crazy amazing ways that as a mom and a woman i'm like oh my god <laughs> and it it's crazy too cuz i feel like i've always called you a wise old soul mm-hmm. like i always felt like you're way older than your age even from a super young age but you know, I know people that are my age that are devoted followers. Like, I feel like you have a voice that crosses generations of women from teens to 60, 70 year old women. So I feel like you speak in a way that you get womenhood Mm -hmm. and what we need. And I feel like your messages are just so far outreaching. It's crazy to me. Amazing. Yeah. Is
0: it weird if people like find you or like know that you're my mom or like
1: Oh, I follow her. Is that weird? Not really. I mean, it's more a proud thing. I mean, the weirdest thing once was at the airport where <laughs> the steward guy like was like, are you Jenna? Go parents. And he like ran after us in an airport. And I'm like, what the heck? Like that was a couple of years back. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think not. Re- I mean, you know, some of my students have been like, oh, my God, you're Jenna's mom. Like, wow, I love her. I follow her. Some of my coworkers do that, too. But it's just more a pride thing. I'm just yeah. like, oh, thank you. Like, I'm so proud of her. So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, How have
0: I changed in this journey? Because I think I've changed a lot I personally. Do. I do. Some I,
1: of it is negative. I mean, I I feel like you used to be, and we've talked about this too, but you have definitely got to be more of a hermit. Mm-hmm. Where <laughs> I introvert mom. Yeah, introvert. Yeah. <laughs> where I don't know that that, I'm, again, you got to do what you got to do, but I almost feel like you, like I think... You know, you were so like out there and exuberant and so social and now you're like hermit-like and I feel like maybe my mom vision of you, but I don't know what your vision is, like is more, a little bit more non-hermit-like, but you know. You guys, I really am like a hermit. I don't like to
0: see people. I know, which is weird to me, like kind of sad. I don't know though, but I feel like as everything has grown, it's like I'm giving so much online and in other ways that at the end of the day, I just like... I just want to, like, come back to
1: myself. Right. And I get that because even we were talking about introvert, extrovert. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? And I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I think my students think I'm an extrovert because I can present in a classroom mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable in front of people. But, like, after I'm around people all day, too, like, I want to just check out and not call anybody and go home. So mm-hmm. I get it. But then maybe you're I don't know. This is a mom thing. But maybe you're giving so much. It may be like the one thing I think about being a mom is like. Like, for example, if I'm a nurse and I can punch out of my job and be done, then you can engage in your other life. But being an entrepreneur, I almost think that's so hard because the waters are so great. Mm-hmm. And I think you mindfully have to check out. But because you're so multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Maybe give less to your business and be less of a hermit, but you got to figure it out. But it's kind of
0: funny too, because like you didn't know this, but like you're super independent. Like you and dad's relationship Mm -hmm. is like, My dad has always worked shift work. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes they're just like ships in the night Mm -hmm. and mom's like totally alone for like five days on end because she'll just miss my dad because he's working 12 hour overnight shifts. So it's like you have always been so independent. But then like Drew and I, we love our time together. Like we're really odd about like our quality time. So it's funny because it's like we literally are together all the time when we're together. And so it's like at the end of the day, after I've like served my audience and like gotten to my emails and like communicated with my team, it's like all I want to do is just kind of hang out with him. But I do need friends. (laughs) I do think that's good. And I think the hard thing with the Internet is like I've made all these friends that do similar things to what I do, but none of them are in our area. So it's like I have all these awesome friends that I like text and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't really like Have friends where I'm like, hey, let's go get coffee my mom just raised her hand like I'll go get coffee with you (laughs) but I think too even just like moving home it's like I've realized that I'd rather have fewer friends that are deeper and like Mm -hmm. family matters more to me than like relationships of like let's go drink wine on a girl's night I would way rather be like hey let's go to dinner for grandma's birthday right so it is kind of funny but yes I am definitely I feel like I've gone inward way more over the last few years Mm -hmm. but I also think it's just hard to meet people and know their intentions these days. Right. Which is hard. Right. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's kind of weird. It is. I know. Okay. Someone asked, what is it like having a
1: daughter who has changed so many lives? I think you kind of answered that. I did. I think it's just a mom pride thing. But I also try to be super sensitive too, because I know like in life, a lot of people have kids maybe that are struggling or anything Mm. too. So I always felt like I don't talk a ton about you guys unless if people ask because sometimes I think you need
0: to share more though I think you're so I think we are so empathetic
1: yeah I'm on Enneagram nine peacemaker (laughs) I'm a peacemaker so I very much feel the vibes of other people and I'm Mm -hmm. super sensitive to it like I can walk in a room and just kind of feel people I feel like Mm -hmm. and then I'm a helper wing so I do feel like you know, I'm very much like one piece of things and I'm very sensitive to others and I feel best serving other people. So that's kind of where I come from, but I definitely will share if people ask, but I don't brag, I guess. Yeah. Cause I, that's
0: not me. I mean, it's kind of, we talk about this often and my mom's like so thankful, but like, How incredible to have three children that chose awesome partners, that moved home to be close, (laughs) that have great jobs, Mm -hmm. that are independent. Like, I mean, there's got to be some
1: secrets to this parenting thing. Mm -hmm. Secrets. Secrets and luck, maybe. I don't know. I was thinking about this a little bit. So parenting, I think, a couple things I was thinking of with parenting, like, I'm super relational. And I remember I went to this like parent in service and he was like, the guy was like a reality parenting expert, but he was like, you are their parent. You're not their friend and follow your gut. And it doesn't matter if all their friends are doing something like you got to do what's true to that. And I know you guys got annoyed with me. Totally annoyed. And you call (laughs) me like the 20 question mom and the meanest mom and Esco and blah, blah, blah. But I, (laughs) I didn't. Like, I didn't let it falter me because I felt like, you know, his thing was too like at the end of the day, they're gonna even if they don't talk to you, they're pissed at you, they'll eventually like need lunch money or something. So like, (laughs) just so that kind of empowered me. I'm like, you know what, like, because I would feel bad, like I wanted a good relationship. But I think that was empowering to me. And then I don't know, I just again, it wasn't like my gut to be a mom. So I just felt like I kind of treasured it. I do think though, too, like, you know, when they say like, it takes a community to raise a child. Mm -hmm you know, there's times in your teen years where you didn't like me so much or were kind of (laughs) sassy, you and Kate. Anyway, but I feel like then, you know, you had teachers that you could talk to or Mm. coaches that you could talk to or you were in gymnastics. Like, I do feel like if kids can have like, you know, their parents and grandparents and like maybe athletic and church and community, like between those dimensions at different times, kids I mean, research has showed that kids come out better if you have like those strong pigs. So, mm-hmm. if one pig falls off or isn't going, you got all those other pigs to be a strong person. Mm-hmm. And then I think life is a lot of choices too, you know? So, I do think that if you're on a good path and make choices, it leads to good choices. Where if you start down paths, it can really take you down fast mm-hmm. too,
0: you know? How would you describe yours and dad's parenting styles? Like, you guys were very different. Yeah we were. Here's the thing about my parents relationship. It's like, sometimes I'm like, how in God's name did they end up together? Mm -hmm. Because they are very, very different. Like my dad was like the party boy, like crazy man. And my mom was like valedictorian, like cheerleader, never drank goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of funny because like, you guys kind of had not like a volatile dating relationship. We but, did. I yeah. broke up with him a lot. Like <laughs> he was wild and immature. So, and you've been married for 37 years. Right. So it is like, it's kind, sometimes we look at my parents and I'm like, I just don't get it. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, it makes sense. But even parenting,
1: you guys were kind of different. We were. We tried, I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a miracle sometimes when I think about marriage, because marriage is challenging and hard. And even to this day, some days, it's like, what the heck? Like, we still don't see eye to eye on several things, but we work it out. And I know he loves me intensely. And at the end of the day, it's like kind of like a comfortable moccasin that you're going to security. Like, it's good. Yeah. But it's definitely had ups and downs and bumps on the way. But parenting... We did. I was very more relational and he was more cut and dried. Mm -hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, it worked. But I felt like, too, we would try to go behind closed doors and come to an agreement. So we were so it wouldn't be like I'd say, no, you can't. And Dad would be like, yes, you can. We try to have a unified front on the decisions. You know, I think I would have rather asked
0: you for permission than Dad.
1: Yeah. So but yet, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever we did it seemed to work but and I remember going to parent teacher conferences they're like "Whoa, oh, you got three good kids and so what's up and Tom was like like we knock on wood but again it was a lot of bigger things than just us two but I think we definitely cared about you I definitely asked the questions you know I don't know if I was too strict or not but I always wanted to know like who you were with and where, you know what's yeah. the safe situation and tried to give you more freedom as you got older, but I definitely had my finger on the pulse of what was going on. I don't know. I
0: don't know. It is funny. Drew and I like talk about, because you and Drew's parents are very similar, but also like they were very like, we trust you. Mm-hmm. No curfews, but I can't sleep if Drew's not home. Right. So, like, I understand a curfew. Cause I'm like, I especially with driving these days yeah. and stuff. That's what freaks me out. Right. But like, we talk about because we're like, I feel like we'll try to land in the middle of you guys and the Kutchers because right. both were awesome styles, and both of us ended up well. Yeah, you guys were definitely way stricter. And probably like not more involved, but like more asked more questions, but also like he was a good kid. So he didn't really give him a reason. It's kind of interesting. It's so interesting to me, like thinking about being a mom and like nowadays with like social media, you read like all these posts where like the babies comes out and they're like, my life has forever changed and all this stuff. And I'm like, did our parents think like that? Like Mm -hmm. it's, Oh I have to bring it up. You gave so my parents are moving and my mom gave me this calendar that she filled out every single day, what I did for a year. And I was reading it the other day. And it's so interesting. But like you like loved being a mom. It's kind of crazy. Hmm. I don't know. I was like talking about like nursing me, and when you had to like wean me off because you had to go back to work, and then on one of them it said, "You're growing up, and it's making me sad. I think I want another baby, but Dad says two is just
1: fine." <laughs>
0: and then Kate came. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so a few people know that this year you've been working for me part time with mm-hmm. your full time job. Mm-hmm. So, what has it been like having me as a boss? Oh, it's
1: been good I mean <laughs> so I've been doing I've been the mastermind even planner um I feel like you've given me autonomy to figure it out it's been a new thing for both of us yeah. I guess, too but yeah I just it's like you fine. it's been easy because yeah. you just kind of check in and I do my thing yeah and I don't micromanage at no, all no so I feel like it's been good yeah and yeah different dimension you know but yeah. you, I, you nailed it thanks yeah it's been fun
0: yeah it hasn't been weird. I mean, it's not like we're working together every single day. So it's been like a perfect like, Yeah. here's what I'm doing. Here's what the plan is. And right. she's been rocking it. And it's cool like
1: for the mastermind girls to meet my mom. Because right. I feel like you learn a lot from, from I love people's them. parents. I mean, I feel like I... Love the mastermind girls and I feel honored to be with a group of amazing women like as an older woman like being around these younger women and seeing what they're doing rocking the world it's like holy cow so Mm -hmm. it's been empowering that way so yeah I feel honored to be doing it so what are you dreaming of because you're like
0: approaching mm-hmm. retirement soon-ish yes so what's next what's it like being this age
1: like what's that's like crazy yeah. yeah you're so gonna be 60 i I know <laughs> I know so yeah I'm 59 60 is, I used I to think 60 was so old I know it's oh young my gosh. I feel like I was just talking to my mom and dad about this because they feel way younger and so do I so I feel like I'm probably 40 in my head but <laughs> I feel like good and healthy and young and vibrant and just a Little wiser as you get older, but what's next? Um, we are going to move to the lake, kind of a long term vision for us. So, we're in the process of selling our home, which is I know it's <laughs> sentimental. It's been like a life review this summer in a kind of emotional way, going through everything. And we've lived in our home since we were, you know, 23 married. since we got married, whatever 22. So, it's been kind of sentimental to go through it, but we are. Are we've always dreamed of being on a lake and it's happening. It's so exciting. it's exciting and I dream. And again, you know, I always feel like my mom's like, you know, if people come, they come. But my envision is that, you know, you guys would come with grandkids and have the kind of that lake life and mm-hmm. we can hang out with them or watch them and you and Drew can go on dates or whatever. But anyway, that's happening. I'm tapering back at work. So I'm starting a phased retirement program at our college where I can like taper down and still get benefits and I'm like your number one podcast fan, seriously. So I do feel like I've incorporated a lot of your strategies in my life, but I'm... I, nobody at our college says this but I'm launching two new courses Yes, that have got approved so I'm launching a new preceptorship course it filled up right away so I opened another section so it's going to be like on the job sites in the community for our nursing students that will help them gain their dream job mm-hmm. and I got really amazing sites that I'm super pumped about and just right before I came here when I got coffee this morning I ran into one of my students Aww. and she's like oh my god like Sue she gave me a big hug like I'm living the dream right now Aww. thank you so much so I do feel like I've always had purpose in my life like mm-hmm. you where I feel like when I teach nursing students and try to be a good role model and you know I, I feel like I do have a gift for like empowering people like I see things in them that they don't see in themselves mm-hmm. and I just try to like build that up in them but I see them like changing lives. And I'm like, oh my God, I had a part in that, a small mm-hmm. part, but it's super rich. Anyway, yeah. so I'm doing that this fall and I was just working on more sites yesterday and even got sites like the jail and you know rural hospitals, really exciting, OB, different places that I know my students will be so excited about. And then I've been dreaming about a service learning course for years and I got that approved through a ton of channels. Like in the state system, it's a lot to get a course approved, but I'm starting that in May to Dominican Republic and that's almost filled already. So, and I love the DR. Yeah, it's like my favorite. Yeah. It's where we fund all of our
0: projects. So I was excited that you got to go there because yeah. it's like, I don't know, I just feel like part of my heart lives there. It's right. just such a cool place and such amazing people. It like is. You felt, see just how full of life they are right. with
1: whatever they have, you know? Exactly. It's cool. I do feel that just going there too. Like it's a health-related service learning trip. But like you said too, I feel... Like they, from our standpoint, have little, but they have so much Mm -hmm. and they savor time more and they're more fully present. And I just see a lot of cultural things that are so rich that I just think it's going to be amazing for our students. I'm super. It's like a dream come true. So I'm doing that and I plan to do it annually. So that's part of my retirement plan. Maybe I'll come with some. Yes, you can. Oh, and you want to, my mom is like, Jen, anytime you need to travel with the baby, I'll come with. So I do have a travel partner if we need it. Or date nights or, you know, we'll see what all evolves. Yeah. yeah. That's so
0: exciting. Yeah. My mom had like a list going of things she could do in retirement. I have
1: a (laughs) folder. Like I have a, I have a maybe bad Uh, tendency. Like I do have that helper wing. Like I just want purpose and meaning in my life. And Maybe I have a tendency to say yes too much. So I've learned if people ask me something not to say yes right away and really ponder, like, does this really fit what I want? But I, I want to... Like, one thing people always think, like, when this is over, like, when the kids move out, mm-hmm. you'll have more time, or when this happens, you'll have more time. And, like, being almost 60, you girls, you're mm-hmm. not gonna have more time. Like, mm-hmm. life fills up. Like, then you have parents that are aging or grandkids, and like, it always fills up. Oh. So, don't wait for the next thing because this is what you got. Like, you gotta embrace what you got because it's mm-hmm. always gonna be full mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> I know. That's what I think
0: you taught me how to value time mm-hmm. more than anything. And I think that for so long, people assumed like I valued money, but money is just an indicator of how I'm spending my time. Like Mm -hmm. when I look at it, Mm -hmm. so it's like, I think you taught me how to make decisions based on time more than anything. Cause it's like, even looking at next year with like the baby, like I'm turning down, like, awesome opportunities, but it's like, I want time mm-hmm. at home. Like, I don't want to be like in two places at once. And even just like deciding what next year is going to look like. And like, I'm willing to turn down
1: so much money just to have that time, which I'm excited about. And I, I always cool. say that's so wise though. Cause like, if you look back, like your five-year self looks yeah. back or your 80 year old self, you're not going to say like, oh my gosh, I should have done that job. But you'll be like, oh my gosh, my baby grew so fast. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot get that back. I so. Know. You know, for me, I know women are superheroes and I think everybody's doing the best they can. But I do love your plan to like, you know, cut back to like the bare minimum cut back because you're not good. You figure it out. And I feel like in my life, like when I worked more, you just spend more. But yep. you adapt your lifestyle. But time is the most precious commodity and money does not make people happy. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I know. What are
0: some like we did? Two mother-daughter trips, yeah. which was so fun. Yeah. And we had always said, like, it's once in a lifetime, and then we did it again the next year. We should probably do another one. Let's do it. But, like, what are some of your, like, favorite memories? Those were yeah, amazing awesome. memories I We went to, to Greece, yes.
1: and we went to France and Italy. Yeah. So, so, that was fun. I know. So, those are things that I definitely cherish, mm-hmm. but I do... Also, Cherish, like right now, just sitting by (laughs) you, like, I do think there is, or you know, extraordinary in the ordinary, Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel like you have to go to exotic places, but those are definitely things you will, like, treasure in your heart forever, Mm -hmm. but... Remember when we went to New York
0: right after I graduated yeah. college? We did like a little trip, yeah. And I'd just gotten engaged, and me and my mom went to Kleinfeld, mm-hmm. and we were like kind of freaking out because we're like, we don't really have any money for these
1: dresses, yes. so we were like making up stories about what we would do. That yeah. was fun. We did the say yes to the dress thing, though, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't say yes, yeah. but we just did it for fun, like that. Was yeah, anything like that, are yeah, memories you cherish, I think. You know, do you think I'm gonna have a girl or a boy? I'm trying kind to, of, you know, I. F- it's not kicking right now. Yeah. I feel like most of the family thinks boy. Really? I mean, girl. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had like a weird. Moment. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, most of the family thinks a girl. Again, working in OB, I yeah. mean, you have a 50-50. I whatever, know. So I would just, just. I looked at the Chinese calendar and it said girl. Okay. It's
0: based on the month you can see even how old you are. Yeah. So. And I, you were my age and you had a girl.
1: I did. But I did, who it knows? I could be a boy. <laughs> I, just, I know. You know, and I think working in healthcare for so long, I think, I guess, you know, when I think of my 30 year old self. Yeah. I was teaching nursing. I was in the hospital two days a week on OB or peds you know so I had that perspective of people Mm -hmm. that didn't have healthy children or you know what I mean so I just feel like if you have a healthy baby boy or girl it doesn't matter I don't know I don't know come on you got to make a prediction okay I'll say boy
0: oh okay I like how you're playing (laughs) I know I'm excited it'll be fun to find out it's kind of crazy all right. Well, what is your last piece of advice for just women out there? Like, what is something that you just wish you could share a message with all of the gold diggers?
1: Let's say be give yourself the grace that you give other people. That's and I would just say, like, I took a mindfulness class and I would just say just... And I work on it all the time, and some days are good. But really, to embrace the moment you got, because this is what you got. Mm-hmm. And call your mom. Call your mom. <laughs> call your mom. Hello.
0: <laughs> okay, you never answer your phone. Wow. I legitimately call my mom every single day. <laughs> well, I have a life. <laughs> oh my word! And then she's like, "You never call me anymore." I'm like, mom, I looked at my call log, um, and I called you twenty six times you me in way more thirty you days. Away, but now you're home, so I call you every day. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so. (laughs) we'll work on that. She needs to answer her phone. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mama, I think you should come back for another show. I think Mm -hmm. this is fun. And I'm really excited for you to babysit our baby. I am very excited. And you can make sure Drew stays upright when I give birth. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. I'm, like, totally open. I'm just, like, not weird about that Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I think we're having a birth photographer. Okay. I mean, I don't know what I'll be like in the moment, but
1: Usually um, you don't I'm yeah. stay from
0: working in it and yeah. being there. You don't really. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. But I mean, I'm cool if, for sure. If you're in there while I'm laboring, okay. I don't know if while I'm pushing what I'm going to scream out or okay. anything. So. I'll just go
1: with it. Yeah. I'm flexible. Yeah.
0: I think it'll be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm open. I'm here.
1: Oh, thank you
0: so much. Gold diggers. Isn't my mom the best? I'm just really thankful you're here. I'm thankful
1: to be here. I'm super honored. I really have to pee. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> and
0: that's a wrap
1: love you. i mean how
0: amazing is my mom you guys i'm so excited that i got to get her on the show and i think we should just make this a regular thing i think i've learned just so much from her and i've gotten so much support and so many questions too that always make sure that i'm just staying in alignment with who i am And heck, if I'm going to be a hermit, I'd rather be a hermit with my mom, you know, like nothing beats sitting on the couch, drinking some coffee. And I can't wait to have a lake view with that super soon. I'm just so, so fortunate to have parents that support and love me, even if my dad doesn't totally understand what I do. But I just want to encourage you today to take some time and call your loved ones, whether it's your grandparents or your parents or your siblings or a friend. Just connect and, and let them know how much you love them. Because I think that as my mom said, like, we think we have time. And that's the biggest problem is that we wait. We wait too long. And so mom, I love you so much. You are my hero. And I'm so glad to have you on the Gold Digger podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Make sure you uh, leave some positive encouragement for my mama so that she comes back on. And until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals.